If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at Burrow.com ACAST, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. What is going on, everybody? My name is Connor Dollar. Welcome to the week of Weird News Wednesdays. This is the Heroes for Hire podcast. We are back again talking all the strangest news stories from around the world. We talk about the news that the real news is too afraid to talk about. As always, I am joined by my partner in crime, who normally has a bit for this bit. Sean Mean, Sean, how's it going? It's going well, but look, bits aside, I legitimately for a second thought it was Monday. <laughs> and I was like, oh, even he's though, done the wrong intro. <laughs> even though we've already recorded Monday two days ago. Yeah. yeah well, but, actually only one day, Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, there's been a day in between, yeah. A day in between, yes. But, but I was literally in my head for a second there, like, oh, he's he said the wrong intro, we're going to have to do this again. Oh, my God. <laughs> you, look, you looked up to the sky, fucking idiot. Oh, my God. How embarrassing. I How rolled, embarrassing I rolled my eyes on the live stream oh, that Jesus. I do of this podcast yeah. that I don't tell well, anyone about. <laughs> it's on Twitch. It's on you, Twitch. Did, you and Ninja. Big, Ninja's on Mixer now, man. You, you oh, have fuck, to keep sorry. up on Ninja. Sorry. I haven't kept up with him. <laughs> Fortnite. So, Sean, what is Weird News Wednesdays? What are we doing here? It's not Monday, just to reassure you. It's also not Friday. So, please. It's perfectly in the middle of those two. Yes. Uh, you have spent the week gathering all of the weirdest news stories from around the world. And you're about to read those stories to me. But I have not heard any of them. Because I actively avoid fun on the internet. True. True. Um, and so, normally... 
with weird news, I'll, we finish off with Florida news, because Florida man, he strikes at all times. Yes. And we start off with something... Normally the first story is always just something in my dark soul that makes me laugh. Okay. Um, and, for example, a few weeks ago, or a few months ago, many people will remember that we covered a story of a man who played the ben- Benny Hill theme song. Oh. Um, as as people came out of uh, a Walmart in America, he played the Benny Hill theme song and they were all slipping on the ice. Yes, it was a very icy parking lot and he would play the Benny Hill theme song and laugh at them from his car. <laughs> and, la- and then the police chased him as the Benny Hill song was playing around his car. So, every week I come into this episode and I think, maybe we can find somebody just shithousery. I love a good bit of shithousery. Yeah, like, um, no one's really getting hurt. It's just a bit of no, shithousery. No, and that's perfect, because this week we are starting off in Minneapolis, because I have Minneapolis Man decides to buy ice cream truck that plays heavy metal music and has no ice cream. So, <laughs> fuck's sake. <laughs> 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 it gets worse <laughs> or better or better better is the it has an interview with him it's like a fucking villain okay so if you happen to be in northeast minneapolis standing in the right place at the right time you might be lucky enough to catch a glimpse of a shiny black ice cream truck trundling towards you you quickly surmise that this is no ordinary ice cream vehicle. Sure, it's playing that familiar twinkly little jingle all the other trucks play, but it's also blaring rock music out the windows. And all those tasty looking treats emblazoned on the side? Those appear to be heavy metal logos stuck on the popsicle sticks to confuse people. This, <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> this is. Um, so, and as this devilish black truck approaches, you'll notice one other thing as you're dying. You're about to take out your money, yeah. reach into your pocket, you're like, here he comes. And you have your little son beside you, little Timmy. And um, he. Th- one thing you'll notice about the truck, though, is it doesn't stop. It just zips away, <laughs> leaving you standing on the sidewalk with your money in your hand. You might catch a glimpse of the driver. His name is Matt Peterson, and his truck's name is Hell General. The only tri- <laughs> the only things that the, the truck wait this is a line. The only things the truck dispenses are heavy heavy metal music and disappointment. Fuck me! I mean, same. <laughs> That's me. That's um, glorious. Now, shit housery is on a serious high level in this story. I mean, this is a man that just wants to ruin people's days. Specifically, like, children's days. Just in a very small way. It's a, in, like, a way that you'll forget after an hour, but it's just funny. <laughs> like, to see it, and I imagine it's still the colourful ice cream truck, but it's got... It's black. It's black. Oh, sorry, he's painted it all black. He's painted it all black, but he does have ice cream all over the sides. Right. That's... Okay, I'm trying to think. Well, I'm furiously trying to think of metal bands and puns you can do with ice cream. Mm, right. Um, ICDC. Oh no! Oh, pretty like good. Um, Ninety-nine inch nails. Not a metal band, but <laughs> ninety-nine red balloons. Yes. Good song. <laughs> so, Peterson says the idea for this demonic contraption came to him after his own Batman villain-esque experience with an evil ice cream man. What? <laughs> He has an origin story? <laughs> he does have an origin story. This is Hero Zero. So, Sean, I'm going to set the scene. 
He's 10 years old. Oh, Jesus. Peterson says that he flagged down a jangly truck, eager to get a cool, creamy treat. And But he realised he didn't have any money in his Ninja Turtle swimming trunks that oh, he currently no. had on. Why was he wearing so those? Oh, he's like, oh, I've no... He promised he'd return with the money and sprinted back to the house to grab some before the ice cream man pulled away. So he looks at the ice cream man and says, I have it on me. I, I'm good for it. I'm good for it. I'll go get it for you. Yeah. By the time he'd reached his front porch, the ice cream man was pulling away. Oh, no. And he, he pounded on the porch window to try and get him to stop. Only, oh, no. to, shatter the gla- only to shatter the glass into a million pieces and cut the shit out of his own wrist. That's the most metal thing I've ever heard. <laughs> yes. I, do you know, I had a story very similar to this happen. Oh, for God's <laughs> sake. Charles Sean, fuck's sake. Please, let the people know. This is like every, at least once a month I have a child story from Sean. But please, go on. No, we were, I was uh, in my grandparents' house. And my brother and my older cousin had, they had money because they were older. And I had no money because mm. I was a child. And you were a slave. So I had to work for my freedom. That's true. <laughs> but uh, they got ice cream, so I ran inside to get some ice cream. Ice cream money. Oh, oh I see where this going. And yeah. so the yeah. I, my mum gave me some money. I remember it was a five euro note. Uh, oh, the Euro- the affluent West. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I ran across a field to get to the ice cream truck, and I feel like I was really close. But apparently I was maybe a quarter to halfway across the field and the ice cream truck started leaving. And I, 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 I thought in my head, like, oh, I can catch up. <laughs> and so I used like the last bit of strength that I had and I just tripped and ate shit in the ground. <laughs> I got really dizzy because I hit my head. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. That's the best story I've ever heard. There's, it's only funny because it's you. <laughs> else, it could be sad. Because I can imagine you. But I have, like, your adult head on a child's, on a child's body. Butt. That's what I looked like, running, beard and all. <laughs> with, with the beard. Running across a fucking field. Oh, my God. And I, my favourite line in that whole story was you thinking... I thought I was allotted away. But apparently, <laughs> I was only half or a quarter away. Which means... You've had this discussion with someone else and they were like, no, you didn't get fucking anywhere near. Well, a <laughs> large proportion of my relatives were watching me run. <laughs> <laughs> run! Run, Sean, run! <laughs> You're just taking bets. <laughs> Where do your family live? <laughs> in my head, it's just a field and you're all out on the porch. Like, you know the house and get out? Yeah. They're all in the house and they're just on, like, rocking chairs. Like, he's never going to make it. <laughs> just, we live in the middle of a dog track, actually. Oh, wow. We just Fucking run around. Hell. And you didn't make it? Didn't make it. Fuck. Now, my brother was sound. He bought me some jellies while he was buying his ice cream. So I'd Did he? Had, yeah, at least I had jellies to eat. Oh, jeez. Your, your brother kind of comes out as the hero of that story, really. I certainly don't, anyway. No, you don't. No, you just come out as a bad with a concussion. The, the two um, heroes in that story are my brother and the ground. And the ice cream man. Don't, yeah. give, that any, don't give that any child any fucking ice cream. Fuck him. No, but I've, um, I've not now made it my mission to like do drag races away from children. 
you did, you could have turned evil. You're the opposite to this. Like the two of you had the same origin story, but he just went the wrong track. He had, he had the one bad day experience. <laughs> yeah, we're all one bad day. So they had an interview with Mr. Peterson, and they, he said. I realised one thing at that humble moment when I broke the glass, when I had a cut wrist, when he when I watched that ice cream man drive away from me. He says he had he realised one thing. The ice cream man was one sick motherfucker. Jesus <laughs> That's I mean he can't just wait for a kid. No. Well see, there's the thing, but if the kid specifically says I'm going inside to get money could you wait? But it's like... The, my issue is is that it's an ice cream truck. So that it's like... It's time sensitive, surely. Like, it can't just stay put forever. You have to... You have to go find new customers. Well, you think... You, you, you think they don't have freezers? Like, the ice cream will melt? No, no, I know that. But... <laughs> He's like driving like... Quick, quick, quick! <laughs> and he takes them all out of the freezer. Why did I stack them on shelves? It's cool. <laughs> In this summer heat. <laughs> In this metal car. <laughs> this is a terrible idea. Why did I paint it black? <laughs> it soaks up the heat. <laughs> it's so warm in here. Do you think he stores anything in his metal truck? Uh, just hopes and dreams of children. That's oh, kind of right. what he well, has. They're fairly small yeah. anyway. They, they are. Um, as happens in so many good villain backstories, Peter Peterson became the very thing that haunted and maimed him as a child. An evil ice cream man who did not provide any ice cream. <laughs> he got the... Tr- he, go on. No, like, that is, he's become everything yeah. he swore to destroy. You either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain, Sean. And the ice cream man is one sick son of a bitch. He's one sick son of a bitch. Uh, he got the truck in 2009 and he spent a couple of years fixing it up, investing and reinvesting in breakdowns and stolen parts. To this day, he says that he cannot drive the truck when it's raining because the windshield wipers are about as good as the ice cream he carries, which is, they're not existent. Gee, oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I of all the upgrades and repairs he's done, surely wipers would be the easiest. I'd start with wipers. They'd cost a lot less than, say, a new engine. That's true. And you can just... Like, mm. they're designed to be changed out. Mm, true. Whenever he gets the itch, which is great. It does, it's not every day, Sean. No, it's whenever funny. The mood he takes the itch, him. Whenever he wants to ruin somebody's day, he coasts around the neighbourhood, delighting passers-by and demolishing their ice cream hopes all in one fell swoop. <laughs> His favourite days are the last day of school and Christmas. <laughs> He's. It says he's seen wonders. That's <laughs> in this article. He's seen wonders. Um, grown men have tried to feist money into his hand while Day and Peterson drove at about twenty-five miles an hour speed. They're driving alongside him, trying to give him money for ice cream. They're chasing him he's, down. He smiled and he peeled off. Fathers have asked him to explain to their four-year-old kids why they can't have the popsicle they wanted. Smiling, he refused. He's seen (laughs) 12-year-olds watch him drive away, watch their mouths form the words, what the fuck? (laughs) He's just... He's going to create a spate of, like, copycats in ten years. Oh, man. This is the biggest piece of shit house for me, but also, why do I find this so funny? 
<laughs> I think I'd do this. You would totally do this if you got the chance. <laughs> Driving up and they're like, Oh, Daddy, I'd love an ice cream. Yeah, boy, I'll get you one. This is our last day of summer. We'll have to celebrate. Oh, no. Oh, he's gone. Oh. Oh. Well. Yeah, nice. Son, I know. And I know you're me being and your mother are getting down. a divorce. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that was our last day. That was our last day we'd ever have together. <laughs> All you wanted was ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> or else like a, pe- a couple break up and he comes home and he's like I couldn't get him ice cream you always do this John you never get that boy any ice cream We're- I'm going to see other people <laughs> it's not my fault I swear it's always the same ice cream van that he tries to get from <laughs> every time and there's like another one right behind him that always stops he just gets distracted it's it's an easy thing to have happen um, yeah it is do, like surely People will catch on eventually. But I think by the time people catch on, you move to the different neighbourhood. Oh, you like, think you he's expanding? Over. I think you go block by block. <laughs> just one through another. Through the streets of Minneapolis. <laughs> yeah, until everybody's days are ruined. I mean, if that's what it takes to like... it's There's no monetary value to this. There's nothing other than just ruining people's days. I love it. I think he's doing... He's doing what needs to be done. Also, Hell General is the best name for a car or truck or anything. <laughs> Hell General. Sounds like a Transformer. It really does. That's amazing. It's Optimus Prime, Decepticons, Hell General. Hell General. They're all... All the rest, fair play to you. Um, it's made him somewhat of a slight celebrity in the Northeast, and some people think that this gambit is the funniest thing they've ever heard of. Others still think he should just pour the up and bring a cooler full of frozen goodies sometime. He says he has no intention of ever, ever bringing ice cream with him. <laughs> How much does he hate ice cream? I, does he still hate ice cream, or does he hate ice cream trucks? Well, he says, though he has considered doling out popsicle sticks wrapped in a small package of air. Oh, no, I think that's more evil. Here you go. Like, if he does that, he cannot charge for them. No, see, now that is theft. The fact that he's costing nobody any money, he's just, he's cost himself money. He's in actually the raid for buying a truck, doing up the truck. And then going about his business to paint it all on the side and everything. But just for the sole reason to just make somebody's day worse. Yeah, like he's, it's it's at great personal cost to himself that he's become mm. this mild-mannered supervillain. Now here's the thing though, this is the, what's the most annoying thing someone could do if you're annoyed with them? If you're annoyed with them? No, oh, if, if you, oh, if you like kill him with kindness then? Yes. Well, even when people get mad, Peterson says he tries to remain friendly. He returns any middle fingers with a peace sign and a big smile. He tells screamers to have a good day. There's no need to get upset about over losing, losing ice cream you never had in the first place. And this, he says, is all in good fun. That's his, like, <laughs> that's his mission goal. It's just like, you never deserved the ice cream. You had there no was never right any to ice cream. Never you couldn't. You can't get upset over something you never had. Yeah, it didn't. It never existed. No, it was you. You created the scenario where you were going to get ice cream, and then your mind was like, "Oh, I've already eaten the ice cream. The ice cream never existed, man. I'm just a guy driving around in a truck." Have a nice day. 
That's like that's how you <laughs> fuck with someone is you're just really nice to him for no reason. <laughs> fuck you. Have a nice day, sir. Thank you. Enjoy you're good. Enjoy the rest enjoy the rest of your weekend. <laughs> I read that story and I'm thinking he could be the villain of this podcast. Like I mean, we have Detective Divament as the detective to solve all murders. Is this the villain? Is he our Joker? This man in the ice cream truck. Oh, he could be our Joker. I would like mm. it if he was our Joker. Mm. But can we call just him because... the Hell General? Yeah, he's the Hell General. Yes. And yeah. He just brings hell. He just brings hell. But like in really who's, small who's ways. Who's more of a shithouse? Who's more of a shithouse? Benny Hill or Hell General? Ooh. I think they're different breeds. If they, breeds combine, together, of shit if they combine together in a tag team, you could just call them Benny Hell General. Benny Hell General. Mm. Oh, that's like their... Um, Wrestling their, tag team name. Yeah. That's what I was <laughs> just trying to think of. Uh, the Benny Hell... Ben, I Benny Hell General. <laughs> the Benny Hell Generals. The world tag team champions. Just a guy driving in an ice cream truck. And their team song is the Benny Hill song. But like a metal version of it. Oh, that'd be good. Oh, gentlemen, we have something going here. Vince <laughs> <laughs> McMahon, call us. You're pretty smart. We'll arrange your gimmicks. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, look, the shithousery level, it always just pleases me. When, when I just have somebody who just calls a shithousery for no reason other than just to, just to cause it. It's good. It's good when it's uh, when there's no... Like There's logic nobody been harmed. It. Yeah, no one's getting hurt. It's just a bit of harmless messing. Yeah. And so we're moving on in Weird News Wednesday this week to I have pork bologna smugglers caught at border. Okay? Pork what? It's pork bologna. Bologna. Oh, bologna. Yeah, no, bologna. <laughs> Alright, bologna. <laughs> bologna. <laughs> Okay, how would you pronounce it? B-O-L-O-G-N-A. Yeah. That's pronounced baloney. I don't think so. I don't think it is. It, I, uh, I'm, like, I'm almost a thousand percent sure. I mean, I've spoken English for a good maybe a year and a half now. I've never heard that word. Pronounce? I'm Googling it. <laughs> Bologna. So... <laughs> Pronouncing it, uh, oh fuck! Yeah, here we go. Go on. It has recent. It has okay. We pronounce Bologna yeah, we as the changes. We, no, we ha- we pronounce it as Bologna, but the Italian is Bologna. I was being Italian. Wait, no, you weren't. I was. See? I've never heard a more uncertain <laughs> tone in your voice. How dare you? I have read many a word in this that I don't understand. <laughs> but you read it with confidence. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of uh, the only reason I wouldn't have stopped. You never would have stopped me, and you would have just like I oh, speak in Italian. <laughs> so everyone would have known. He would have transferred into Latin at some point. <laughs> Did you know? I don't think I've ever seen the word "bologna" written down. Really? Yeah. What about in a deli? No, I never. I would never order the bologna. Well, no, I... sure. I would just see bologna, and then I would say, oh, "What's that?" <laughs> And they'd say, don't start, we've been at it all morning. (laughs) (laughs) So, I'm going to say, we'll say pork bologna, um, smugglers caught at border. 
Border Patrol agents have seized 590 pounds of smuggled bologna and cold cuts in Texas in two different incidents. Two, are they related at all or just the same day? No, no, they're not. So that means there's a situation going on here where there's somebody on one side of the border who really needs to get bologna to the other side of the border. So what's the most logical way? Of transporting a load of Send meat. it the exact same way the second way, even though we got caught the first time. They're, they'll never... Lightning never strikes twice. That's what they say. It's a double bluff. It's Do- a double bluff. They'll be like, they won't go through here again. Same guy. Same guy was sent. <laughs> same guy. <laughs> the first incident took place on May 13th at the... Oh, no. Yes, Yesleta Port of Entry. A driver of a GMC Acadia arrived from Mexico... The driver initially did not declare any agricultural or food items during the primary inspection. No, sir, officer, I have nothing in the car regarding food. Um, that, that doesn't leave him very much wiggle room, I will say. <laughs> the vehicle was referred to the secondary inspection area, where 35 rolls of pork bologna, 350 pounds and 9 rolls of pork or poultry cold cuts... Uh, were found, which is £99. So, £350 and £99 were found in the back seat and cargo area of the SUV, covered by blankets and other items. Right. Like, Mm. going closer and closer towards, you know, rotten. (laughs) In the heat. In the Texas heat. In that Texas heat, yeah, in the middle of May, I would say, might be a bit warm. Might be, you could use some ice cream. Yeah, you could. Oh, here he comes out, fucking dickhead. Oh, no. Did it again. <laughs> uh, the second incident following happened last week, following um, at Bridge of the Americas. The driver of a Toyota Sienna arrived from Mexico and did not, once again, declare any goods during the primary or secondary inspection. No, like my predecessor, which you wouldn't know who he is, I do not have any food on me. Um, CBP officers searched the vehicle and located 14 rolls of bologna 141 pounds mixed with clothes in a rear storage area the meats in both incidents making them warmer (laughs) and warmer in clothes those clothes you're never getting the stink of bologna out of those clothes oh you'll be smelling like ham for years or how they're they're actually pronounced you'll never get the smell of bologna out of those clothes (laughs) (laughs) Ah, the Italian pronunciation of clothes, yes. Clothes. <laughs> I don't think that's true. Ah, come on now. Uh, the meats in both incidents were destroyed by the agents, which means, which causes more questions. Did they eat them? Did they set fire to them? How do you destroy baloney? See, the easiest way is just like set fire to it. Because destroyed implies that there's nothing left. You can't salvage anything. True. But that's a that's a Dynamite. shocking waste of food, isn't it? <laughs> Dynamite. Yeah, there's people, like, starving, and they've got fucking... How many 590 pounds of fucking baloney? <laughs> Get the fucking dynamite. Where we fucking go? Fucking... And, the, like, the, the intern tries to take a piece for a sandwich, and they shoot him <laughs> just in case. <laughs> What do you know? What do you know? <laughs> that is, I mean, I mean, it's it's also probably going to kill you if you eat it. Yeah, no, I wouldn't go near it. If it's been in a car for a long period of time from Mexico, 
Yeah, like, I don't think that the meat processing plant and the border are within an acceptable distance of each other, yeah, (laughs) to where, oh, it'll only be five minutes and then they're going back in the fridge. It's not like carrying your shopping home. No. Because even then, you put all the cold stuff together. Yeah, no, you do. I would say... If if that baloney even comes out of the factory and it takes an hour to get to the border, and then it takes an hour after the border to get to wherever you're going, and that meat has been in the Texas sun or Mexico sun mid-May for that two hours... Under you know, a wind, pile of it, clothes. Under a pile of clothes. It might get a bit clammy, I would say. Just your meat might get sweaty. <laughs> and you don't yeah. want sweaty meat. But this, I only read this because this interests me. Because once is like that's a bit weird, but twice in a week, Sean, what's going on here? There's some sort of deal going on that we don't know about. Um, are we sure it's not human meat? <laughs> Let's go down that path. Why not? <laughs> because think about okay. it, Connor. Yeah, no, I'm thinking. You're a serial killer. You've yeah, gotten, no, you know that. You've gotten a management role in the local meat processing plant. Oh, man, I hate my job here in the factory. Yeah. And, and but and what what makes you hate your job? It's the co-workers. Yeah. They're the always co-workers. kicking the shit out of you at lunchtime <laughs> and they've just they've broken all the windows in your house and then you got them put back like- in and they broke them again. Oh, no. How much that costs? So much. Glazers aren't cheap, lads. Glazers. <laughs> Famously, glazers are the most expensive <laughs> tradesmen. They are. <laughs> because they have to carry the big pain across a busy road all the time. It's a nightmare. Yeah, and that, that cause, it causes them pain, I'd say. Oh, very good. Very yeah. good. Uh, and so, they're... You're, you're, you need money to pay for all the reglazing that's happening. Yeah, no, I'm I'm actually poor. I've got no money left. But how can I turn my mass murdering spree into profit? Well, look at that handy dandy baloney machine. Oh fuck! Oh, or, geez, it's or, sorry to say, in the language of your people, that handy dandy yeah. Bologna machine. Me chiamo Connor. Yes. Over oh, that's Spanish, but whatever. <laughs> uh, the so. You know, there's a machine sitting there, clean as a whistle. Yeah. yeah. And just put, pop, pop in just an arm. Just put a few people in it. Just see what happens. <laughs> see what happens. <laughs> and it's just like, I'm, I'm looking around, like, popping in my own arm. And I'm like, no, 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 no. That would be even more expensive. <laughs> Don't be fucking dumb. Come on, let's get someone else's. Bob, come here. <laughs> no, and then, then you're like, oh, no, yeah, Bob's still alive. Bob can be the driver. Yeah, Bob, Bob, you're a driver. You've got one arm. You're the driver. <laughs> It's an automatic, and he's cool under pressure, Bob. Yeah. So they'll ask him can once. Can you keep that meat cool, though? That's my real question. No, no, no man can meet, no. keep that meat cool. But you're like, no. you, famously, you're next door to the border, so you're just about to drive through. The the factory's actually half on the border. Half is in America, the other half's in Mexico. That's true. You could just go out the other yeah. door of the factory, but it's could, but no, heavily I guarded like with sniper fire. I like the excitement. Um... So Bob, he'll get to the border. You've already packed up mm. the car. Four hundred and something odd pounds of quote unquote baloney. Ninety pounds of baloney. And uh, they'll ask Bob once, "Sir, is there anything, mm. any farm equipment or food in your car?" Mm. He'll say no. 
And then oh, they'll ask him I a second time. He'll say no again. Yeah. Then they'll search the really car. Mm. And then Bob's going to prison for life. Yeah. And they've got all the... Ironic- the Ironically, the long arm of the law got him. Unfortunately. <laughs> Very good. So... Well, I, I, get, I get to go scot-free with all my murders because they're like, wow, we can't tell the difference between baloney and human bodies. And they've already destroyed all the evidence. Fuck, you're dead right. Surely they would just look at it and be like, that's not baloney. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that that's has a, a pair body. of eyeglasses on it. <laughs> Jeez, that baloney wanted to see. Fair play to it. This pig had a wallet and driver's license. <laughs> Tom King. Jesus, this pig. Fair play to him. And um, then you get Bob's yeah. brother Rob involved. Same thing happens again. Oh, why did their parents call them that? Just, just make any sense. Just doesn't make any sense. Well, look, that's why you put him in the machine. That's why you put him in the machine. Could you check to see if Bob is still in there? I mean, he's in jail. Check the fucking machine, Rob. Fuck, I'm not <laughs> Rob, asking a question again. You know, I'm going to say this very simply, Rob. Put your fucking head in the baloney machine. <laughs> Our baloney, yeah. <laughs> oh now I understand <laughs> yeah, he's like oh I see see <laughs> yes. um, totally cool with it <laughs> um, yeah there's something going on at that border we don't know about but we're on to you I'm, if there's another fucking Bologna trip I'll be fucking watching it I'll be I'll be first one to investigate we've all seen I how I can has- solve a crime this is weekly updates. I think we need to come back to this if it, if it happens again. And it will. It will. It definitely will. Um, okay, moving on to a Bolivian orchestra, Sean. Two words I never thought I'd put together. I'm sure they have orchestras in Bolivia. I've never been there. But Bolivian orchestra, stranded yeah. at haunted German castle, surrounded by woods and wolves. What the fuck? Okay. <laughs> This is this is a good film. A Bolivian pan flute orchestra has been stuck in quarantine on the grounds of a grand 15th century palace outside of Berlin for the last two months. The musicians, some of whom are as young as 17 years old, arrived in Germany for a spring concert tour, just as the situation and the crisis was beginning. Oh no. However... Their concerts were soon called off as the Germany imposed a social gathering ban and their flight back to Bolivia was cancelled after the country closed its borders. Oh, God. Well, like I, yes. I always thought there'd be stories like this, but I hadn't heard a load of them. But this is yeah. a mental one. So since then, the group has been staying safe at the Rheinsberg Palace, which is a 600-year-old castle located an hour and a half northwest of Berlin. They say, our bus broke down on the motorway. I remember joking that this was bad luck and perhaps our concert would be cancelled too. But never did I think it would actually happen, said one member named Carlos. Oh, Carlos. (laughs) Carlos is the the funny man of the group. He was the best of us. Uh, And the blurst of us. Um, But the ancient estate was home to German royalty dating back to the 1500s, including Frederick the Great, who the group group jokes is haunting the castle walls. (laughs) Don't start those jokes, please. Jesus! Um, The group arrived in Germany on March 10th, expecting to perform at the Mayor's Music Festival, the same day Germany announced its band, um, as I said, and the group was stranded at the 600-acre estate, 
surrounded by 23 packs of wolves and haunted by the ghost of Frederick the Great. <laughs> what? Oh, like... <laughs> you'd... One of them has to be eaten by wolves before the end of it. <laughs> Statistically. There's 23 wolves. And what, what is there in them? There's, there's a whole orchestra. What's in an orchestra? Like, well, it's a 50? pan flute orchestra. How many pan flutes yeah. can you have? How many pan flute players are in Bolivia? Let's work this out. I would say at least 10. Yeah. Maybe no less than 20. Uh, yeah. We'll go benefit of the doubt and say there's 30 of them. Right, 30 pan fluters from Bolivia. Versus 26 a... packs of wolves. <laughs> no, 23, not 26. Sorry, the odds <laughs> were unfair there. <laughs> 23 packs of wolves, by pack they mean more than two. Yes, yeah, so if we said at least three, that's 69 wolves. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's too many wolves, Sean. That's, that's, that's more than two wolves per person. Yeah, no, if, so you have wolves on the outside, you've got woods, so you've got trees all around you, yeah. and then you also have a ghost in the palace. And I imagine there'll be some kind of palace madness that happens. Mm. Mm. Just, just, you yeah. know, you're locked in a palace for two months with a ghost. With the fucking panplures and the woods stop playing. And Fuck. we're running out of baloney, lads. <laughs> I have a guy on the inside, he's coming across the border tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> He'll get us some. It, it'll be weeks before he's here, and it's in his car. <laughs> Look, he's right on the border. Yeah, but the border to America. Like a different border. <laughs> the group arrived, as I said, on March 10th. And um, they say, we all joke that Frederick's ghost is following us and trying to trip us up. Uh, Camade Martella told the BBC I don't usually believe in such things so up to this point it's just a funny little joke right? she says the ghost is there we think he's tripping us up but we don't. I don't usually believe in these things but then it has dot 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 and she finishes off the sentence by saying but it does feel as if there are ghosts on the grounds <laughs> oh okay <laughs> so to me that means that she's like ha 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 and then she remembered a scenario one night at 3am she was like it does feel like there's ghosts on the grounds though oh, just gotta put that out back when we lost Tim yeah no we yeah Tim Tim Bob and Rob Tim Bob and <laughs> very Rob very common Mexican and Bolivian names are being thrown out here <laughs> like it, it, I don't believe in ghosts but also I wouldn't even I wouldn't test the ghost no. by saying it doesn't exist. No, you don't want to like attack its identity because at that point it's coming for you. Yeah, cuz even if like if the ghost is real, don't piss it off. And if the ghost isn't real, don't take the chance. <laughs> Yeah. It's like if you're in a serial killer movie and there's always one that's like, this serial killer ain't shit. The next scene, they're getting butchered. Uh, yeah, like, just, you know, even if you think they're not shit, give them a little bit of credit that if they are, they'd probably win. Yeah. Tracy Prado, who just joined the orchestra in December, and this is her first tour, ran into the, ran into the wolves during one of her walks. Don't go she walking. Says, I was going for a walk in the woods, and I seen the wolves. I just froze in fear, but they were just play fighting and moved on. She said, and then she just walked back to the palace. You, you, I, uh, I would run back. To, actually, I w- would would you run? <laughs> because then they might think you're you're prey, 
no the, see if you're running a dog thinks you're trying to have a race you don't want that you don't want that you have to walk backwards all the time on your hands and knees yeah backwards like a crab <laughs> wolf hair crabs wolf hair crabs everyone knows that Dr. Zyberg is the king of the wolves he's a lobster um, but whatever well what can you do look I'm not getting into seafood okay um, <laughs> but to pass the time they said the group practices up to six hours a day takes walks looking out for wolves and plays soccer on the grounds near the wolves near the wolves the wolves are the goalposts the the so it's uh, it's oh here we go Bolivia versus wolves wolves the soccer team wolves Wolverhampton Wanderers yes yes (laughs) they're both playing away my favourite is when you come up with a sport pun (laughs) I'm proud of you for thinking of wolves the team thanks do do you want to know why I thought of wolves go on Uh, we had to draw their logo in tech graphics in school no way. Yeah, because it's all angles and shit. Oh, yeah. It's all angels. Um, <laughs> so, locals have donated food and clothing, but the stay is getting expensive. Um, oh, no, I'm not they have to pay? To the, yes. The director of Mayor's Music estimated to the BBC the costs have exceeded $35,000 a month. And while Germany is allowing international flights, Bolivia's borders are still shut. So, they can leave Germany, but they have nowhere to go back to. So, it's just in good faith that they're allowed to stay there. Yeah. The Bolivian embassy told the BBC it is trying to get the orchestra out by early June via Madrid. Although they didn't comment on how the musicians would get from Rheinsberg to Madrid itself. In the meantime, they say there are worse places to be trapped. When I wake up, I watch the sunrise over the forest and the lake. Back home, I only hear the sound of traffic. But that's the end of the report. But they don't mention the fact that when I wake up, I hear wolves. And when I well, go to sleep, I also hear wolves. Yeah, wolves would be active. Now, imagine the howls at night time. Full moon. Full moon. Wolves just going absolutely mental. <laughs> 23 packs of them surrounding you. <laughs> See, in my head, the minute I heard the wolves, I was like, nah. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> I don't care how big the fucking palace is. No. That no many, way am I staying anywhere. That many wolves is too many wolves. It's too, even, even one pack of wolves, you'd be like, right, if we just avoid the one pack of wolves, it's like in a video game, like the guard walks past, you're like hiding, and then you wait until he goes, and then you move out the way. This is a scenario where you beat that one pack, there's three more packs along the way. You're not getting out with them. No, you're like, and, and who's to say how big the pack is? As well, like we put are three on them, but it could be ten. Are we saying that this group needs to split up and maybe go separate directions into the woods in a Hunger Games style to see who is left? Maybe they should. And also I think they should pair up in like yeah. some of them that get along quite well, but some of them that maybe have some issues to oh. work through and they just feel oh, stuck with each yeah. other. Nothing to bring you together like being eaten by a wolf. Uh, and if one person gets eaten and the other doesn't, and then you, you're like, oh, I never got to tell him I thought he was fine and not a prick. <laughs> no! <laughs> tell, my, tell my wife I said hi! <laughs> That's terrifying, um, though. I, I would not like to be in that situation. Yeah, no, see, they're staying in a palace, which is amazing. 
and everybody's safe and everybody's fine and they're costing them $35,000 a month. But it's just the fact that there's wolves and there's apparently a ghost. But you don't want to piss off the ghost even if it's not real. No, no, never take the chance. Mm. Um, okay, we're moving on to one of our favourite topics here on Weird News. Owls. Oh, um, owls. And we have, we've had once a story who um, I quite love. It's Owl Man. It's the, the legend of Owl Man in a, a small British town. And it's, I don't have anything to do with Owl Man. But I think I have Owlman's first cousin. Okay. World's largest owl hatches giant babies outside man's window and now they watch TV with him. Oh, okay. Yes, the this world's man, largest owl. The world's... La- how big are we talking, owl-wise? Uh, oh, uh, the largest of the owls-wise. <laughs> R- right, okay. I'm not going to do my See, thing where I overestimate the size or cost of something. 75 feet, no. <laughs> One of the world's largest owls hatched its three chicks in the window planter box outside a third floor apartment in a city in Belgium. The three downy hatchlings have spent some of their first days of life standing at attention like bowling pins, watching TV from over the shoulder of the apartment's resident. Okay, like what are they watching? Oh, what would you... See, whenever there's guests in your house, what do you throw on? It's like, I like this, but do they like it? Yeah. What can we watch together? It's always that weird thing. So what do you throw on for an owl? Animals of Farthing Wood. Nightwatch. Nightwatch. Uh, <laughs> what? Uh, Murder, Don't she wrote? that, man. <laughs> oh, fuck, yeah, Jessica Fletcher. <laughs> Fucking love this one. Just it's a good watch. <laughs> Even they're like, ah, jeez, everywhere she goes, someone fucking dies. Well, would she be invited to that now? <laughs> Just um, stay away from her. She's no friend. Ju- no. Dutch nature programme Vrogue Vogels, which I definitely mispronounced, visited the apartment of Joss Bart for a segment that aired Sunday, sharing the story of how he first mistook the cooing from his window box as the work of pigeons. Famously, um, they're the exact same sounding. Exact same. Um, I thought, damn, those pigeons again, Bart said, after imitating the cooing noises emanating from his window boxes early one morning. But after getting home from work one day, he surprised the hatchling's mother, who burst into flight. It wasn't pigeons, but a Eurasian eagle owl, recognised by Guinness World Records as the world's largest owl. Oh, okay. Yes. So, more than two feet in length, with a wingspan that... With that, with a wingspan that can exceed six feet wide. What the fuck? That's me. The Eurasian... I'm six feet. Yeah, it's you. That's how wide its wings can go. That's ridiculous. How is that outside the a window? Ra- yeah, the Eurasian eagle owl can be found as far west as the United Kingdom and across a broad swath of Eurasia from Spain to the Korean peninsula and the northernmost islands of japan but despite a stable population and vast territory the nocturnal predator is not easily observed in the wild and is hard to catch on camera but bart says you can see how relaxed they are they're not scared at all from where he kneeled on a pillow just in front of the pane of glass between him and two chicks who stared placidly back at him for me it's like watching a movie 24 7 he says he he just watches the owls now just <laughs> like those owls they're just on or just they're just outside his window and like, you have this owl that's fucking massive 
That's the thing, like if and if they're nesting in like an apartment block, they must be pretty like chill with cities and humans and all that. Mm. So this man just has three pet giant owls. Do you think he could train them to be maybe his own personal killers? Mm, I mean training birds is aviary difficult task. Yeah. <laughs> You're the worst, yep. alright? We used to have a nice little back and forth. Where we could do a little bit of improv here and there and no one took the hump. But now... Now that's all changed. Oh, man. See, that was a good one. But I have to weigh in my head. When you say a good one, I have to be like, is it going to be funnier if I react as I think that, oh, that's funny? Or do I give you no reaction and is it ten times funnier to see you blow up afterwards? And that time, the second option went out. I'm sorry. I just think it's funnier when you have just a silence. You go, "Fuck you!" <laughs> I hate you. I just think you're the worst. That's all. <laughs> no, I thought that was pretty good. Not ah, too little, too late, buddy. Oh, well, fuck it. All right, then. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I tried my best. I'm trying to build bridges here. Okay. Yeah, I'll keep trying. All right. Get some more. Yeah. Get some more bricks. Get some yeah. more uh, steel, and then. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Get a bunch of bricks, a bunch of steel, and go fuck yourself. Yeah. How about that? That's what I said. So they, they have found this massive owl outside this man's house. Sean, all I'm doing is throwing in the idea that maybe he's trained these owls. If you can train those owls from a young age that he's their father, he can maybe have an army of owls and then probably take over half of Europe. I would say maybe three quarters of Europe. Uh, yeah, like if you give, if you give an owl per quarter, and then take out the mother owl, <laughs> the, the owl runs Rome. <laughs> I'll give you Rome. I'll take the Netherlands. I'll I'll be in charge of the Netherlands, lads. <laughs> Someone's like, would you not take the bigger? No, no. no I'll no. take Netherlands. Leave Switzerland to me, two. boys. <laughs> <laughs> he's looking at Luxembourg like that looks like my kind of place <laughs> so, right you sure you wouldn't prefer t- like France or Spain no no I would want and two have France and Germany uh, <laughs> I have Luxembourg and we'll just uh, spread out from there yeah and number three has the rest whatever's <laughs> left he's a pure killer <laughs> um, yeah I just I read that and I thought geez Owlman is breeding do you think these are Owlman's children's I mean, it would be characteristic of Owlman to run out in his family. And <laughs> not be an absent father. Yeah. It would be characteristic of Owlman to be absent. Exactly. He's always absent when we're looking for him. I've never actually seen Owlman, other than that video that was blurry. I've seen Owlman. Oh, have you? In my dreams. Oh, fucking hell. Jeez. I think he's invading my dreams. I'm actually scared. <laughs> yeah, no, he has that power. <laughs> Fuck. It's one of his oh, many no. powers, as well as being part of an owl. Just being part of an owl. Um, okay, we're moving on to our next piece of weird news, and that is... Aaron Police called to night with sword walking in the street. It, an actual knight, or...? An actual knight, yes. What? Okay. Well, he's allowed. Aaron... 
Iron police were called after a man dressed as a medieval knight with a three-foot sword was spotted out for his daily exercise. Three members of the firearms unit were sent to a f- after a family saw Lennon Thomas walking uh, at S- Hendra Lake in St. Melons in Cardiff. Onlookers said he was confronted at gunpoint and looked shocked when they told him to put down the blade. Mr. Thomas apologised for a lapse in judgement. Perhaps it was a little stupid of me to bring the sword, as from a distance it does look realistic, said the 20-year-old Dungeons & Dragons fan. They didn't need... Look, they didn't need to point their guns at him, I don't think. Mm. I think you Go ahead. He's walking down the street with a three-foot-long sword. Well, he just... he's, he's, He's getting ready. He's hanging out. He's hanging out. He's on, he's on his way to a social distancing Dungeons and Dragon party. <laughs> um, so, however, the rest of my outfit was simply me practicing for a hobby of mine. Life is a lot more fun when you don't know how weird you are. I joked to some passers-by who saw the incident that if I were in America, I would have been shot on sight, which is not really that funny. Not I that got funny a good laugh out of it all. Oh, <laughs> God. God, uh, aren't we lucky we live on this side of the ocean? I would be dead. I'd be really dead. Isn't that funny, stop. lads? Ha ha. Ha 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 ha. Um, so South Wales police said that they were called to the incident at ha- ten past three on Wednesday following a report from a member of the public. Officers were deployed to the scene where they located a young man who was in fancy dress carrying a toy sword, said a force spokeswoman. No criminal offences were committed and the man was given suitable advice. Look after Don't yourself. do it again. Get a job. Grow up. <laughs> um, Mike James, 31, was walking around um, the beauty spot with his wife Heather, 32, and son Theo, 3, when he saw the drama unfold. The whole thing was really surreal. He looked like something out of um, action video game Assassin's Creed. He definitely didn't say action video game when he gave that quote. Not at all, but... No. But we'll forgive... Who? What's the source for this article? Uh, I think it's... It's not Variety. Um, might be the, it might be the English... It might be the Daily Mail. Ah, right. Okay, well, they'll... Mm. Actually, they're a reputable source. Never mind. Mm. Something out of action video game produced by studios across America, Assassin's Creed. So, you know, installment one of the hit franchise, chronicling the events. It's your auditore da Florenze, who had lots of Bologna. (laughs) We brought Um, it back to Bologna. Um, so we saw this guy walking around in this knight's outfit and carrying a sword I thought that's a bit weird but I thought he must be an actor or something so I didn't take much more of it no cameras he's just an actor no he's one of these he's one of these method actors you know yeah he's a, he no, was I, Daniel Day-Lewis actually <laughs> he is Daniel Day-Lewis and he's Daniel Day-Lewis and Jared Leto one of them oh the greatest actor of our generation fuck then. yeah no dead right um, Mr. James said about five minutes later armed police arrived and said they had reports about a suspicious looking person I told him it looked like he was doing laps of the lake and he, that he should be coming around shortly he was just doing laps in a night outfit carrying a sword and their plan was we'll wait till he does another lap we'll wait right here he'll come to us <laughs> yeah we're certainly not going to run after him because then especially if they, he has a sword especially if he has a sword but also mm. 
They could be running for ages. <laughs> how fast are you? How fast is he going? What if you went the wrong way? Like, if he's going anti-clockwise, you go clockwise, you will eventually run into him. But if you go anti-clockwise as well, you're going to be behind him until he comes, until you finally catch up to him. And he has the speed of a medieval knight. <laughs> he does. <laughs> how fast is that exactly? Oh, about 9.8 metres per second. Fuck it, hell, that's, he's bucking it. Yeah, he <laughs> is, he's fucking speeding loud. People were faster back in the day, you know? They weren't weighed <laughs> down by problems. Weight. Yeah, they were weighed down by metal, but not problems. Well, they not used to do fucking hard-working fields and shit like that, you know? Yeah, no, not in their night outfits. <laughs> the, the, the good ones did. The good ones did, they took on the old knife outfits and the, the bats of chain mail. I'm going out to water the plants. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not getting so out of it to get changed, are you? It's very difficult. No, should I have arrived like this? I might as well go out. Um, so they had a chat with him for a couple of minutes, and apparently the guy told him he was trying out a new outfit, and he was walking around the lake to get used to the weight. The Iron Police were good as gold, and even had a picture with him afterwards before letting him go on his way. But remember, if I was in America, I'd be killed. <laughs> I would have been shot on sight. <laughs> What do you think of his excuse for I was trying out a new outfit for what like a, a going out party like he wants to break in the suit? I think, I think he's had a lot more disposable income since the lockdown started, mm. and so he just decided to treat himself to a suit of armor. Yeah, no, that's that's a good point. You know how you know when you just get a little tipsy, you're on Amazon. And you just end up ordering a suit of armour. It happens to the best of us. Just a you-might-like section. <laughs> I'm very easily influenced. <laughs> oh, wow! A suit of armour! Oh, wow! <laughs> a horse! Oh, wow, Fuck. a big sword! <laughs> Nailed it! Um, okay, Sean, we are finishing weird news this week with Florida Man. And Florida Man, he, this is a, a hit-and-run if you will. By hit and run, I mean he did the crime, got in and out as fast as possible, moved away through this petty crime. Because I have Florida Man dives into base pro shop fish tank, then runs away. Was this... Or bass. (laughs) Base, bass, a fishing shop? Bass bass pro shop fish tank. A Florida Man jumped into a fish tank... Um, on Mother's Day, a video posted the social media show. So this was two weeks ago. Um, this video shows a man walk up the stairs, dive into the tank at the store at the Gulf Coast Town Centre, and then run off. Why would you video it? Why would you jump into the fish tank? That's a question. That's an <laughs> equally valid question, is what that is. Um, <laughs> I don't know. How big was the fish tank? Um, I I haven't seen any footage of it, but I, it has to be big enough for him to dive into without possibly breaking his neck. So maybe like one on the side of a wall. Yeah, like, I d- like it. Yeah, because if it's a freestanding fish tank, surely diving is just gonna smash it and knock it. Were there fish in it? Yes. A manager followed the man out of the store and saw him leave in a silver sedan, which implies he arrived in the silver sedan just to have a swim. Just to pop in and just have a little bit of a dive. What if he picked the one tank that had, like, the piranhas in it? (laughs) Ah, no! (laughs) What are the chances? And the eels! Why Why are they in this ecosystem together? (laughs) Why is this the open-top tank we choose to present to people? (laughs) 
<laughs> so Lee County Sheriff's Office believe the man is Daniel Armendariz, Armendariz, 27, who is still on the loose. He could face felony criminal mischief charges as well as trespassing. So, Sean, he's still on the loose. Um, he, yep, he's still he, out there. He's a... Uh, oh, fuck, there's got to be a... It's got to be a joke here somewhere. Oh, 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 very good. Oh, you've really um, this, the, tip the scales there. Uh, <laughs> I'm floundering. <laughs> good. This is going swimmingly. Oh, uh, water. <laughs> <laughs> Aqua. Aqua hydro. All right. Um, thanks for that. Oh. No. no, I don't. I don't get it. Because ah, oh, you go. Mm, you've done it again. Uh, <laughs> He's shaking his fist. No, you did it again. Did he? Um, did he fancy? Like he must have just fancied a swim. But did, just it implies he just drove there specifically to do that and then leave. Yes, it did. It, it does apply that. But also, if you're in Florida, there's water everywhere. That, I don't think you need to drive to this shop specifically for a swim. Unless he was there doing his shopping, he put the shopping in the car. Thought. God, I'll go and look around. And then he dove in and jumped. Yeah, no, as is, as is tradition. Yeah, no, you're right. Um, so they spent $3,000 decontaminating the tank after the incident. Fuck, I mean, I suppose they'd have to, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah. From Florida, man. <laughs> this incident is illegal, dangerous, and highly discouraged. We work with law enforcement to investigate all individuals who personally attempt or are involved with such activities, which I feel is a very small number of people. Or is it very large and we just don't hear about it? It's, it's like, do you think it's like rampant? Rampant in fish shops all around the world? I'm just saying, I think that's day one of training. It's <laughs> what to do. I evince you up. Yeah, you need to know your enemy. Dive in. <laughs> Don't choose the one with the piranhas. Can we all just be clear? No, just I'm Maybe go to a different one. Bob, I'm looking at you. Rob, you keep Bob, an you eye on you only have him. one arm, so swimming is going to be tough for you, Bob. <laughs> right. Um, so now you might think, um, what what does Daniel have to say about this? Well... Daniel, he realised that he was the main criminal in this, and Florida Man is never going to let that go lying down. And so Florida Man took to social media. (gasps) And so we have his exact quote for what he has to say. He's been accused of walking into a shop, diving into their fish tank, having a swim, diving... I don't think you could dive out of the fish tank unless he's a dolphin. He'd get out of the fish tank, walk to his car without any drag off, and just drove home. Now... They're still. He's still on the loose. They're still looking for him. He says this. I already have a lawyer working on this accusation. He's coming at them quick. This he's accusation. coming at them straight like This accusation. As if it could have been anybody else. Yeah. He's like, he's like, no, it couldn't be me. You can't prove it. Mm. I find it pretty petty how you detectives and officers are looking for me as if I've killed somebody and have the whole task force working on me, he wrote on social media. You have murders and rapists on the loose and serious crimes being committed. And do you see that all over the news? No, it's pathetic. So I'm going to make sure you guys have to work to get me because I've done barely anything wrong. He's really putting the ball in their court there, isn't he? <laughs> Barely anything wrong. Like it, I've done a, a little wrong. 
Yeah, like, obviously I did do a little murder. But not a lot of murder. For God's sake. Not as much as Murdery Joe over there. No, Murdery Joe's always murdering people. It's in his name. Joe. Um, no, I just... I just think the Florida man, I like the fact that social media exists. We can hear from the other side. What do you, you've heard both sides of the argument here. Has he been, he never once actually said in his statement that he was framed or it wasn't him. No, he, he just said there was. He's done barely anything, but he's done something. Yeah, but he, he so never th- said he did this, so I don't know. I, don't, I, I, I would tend to believe the footage of what happened. <laughs> And the way they identified him based off of him driving away. Yeah. After what happened. But if they're able to identify him, though, how did they, have they not gotten him yet? Because uh, they, can't, they can't find him. He's hiding. In a fish tank, In fish presumably. tanks. In a fish tank, yeah. Yeah, no. He's Aquaman. He can breathe underwater. We're all fucked. He can breathe. We can... <laughs> he can't. If, imagine that was how he found out he could breathe underwater. He died into a fucking fish tank. Wait oh, a minute. Oh, this'll do. Oh, fucking hell. Let me get another one. Someone's like, could you not just dive into the ocean? No, no, no. no, no. I want to talk to the fish. Too simple. <laughs> Too simple. Don't, don't fucking embarrass me. I can't do salt kind of water. Stupid logic. <laughs> yeah, salt makes me. I can't open my eyes. It's, it burns. But I'm able to go into a fish tank that... Uh, how? What does an aquarium have in it? Like, a fish tank would have stuff in it as well. To keep it clean. It's got, like, filtered water and stuff. and Yeah. Various, good various enough, additives. Good enough to drink? Oh, you could drink it all day. Drink it all day. Well, that's lucky for me. I have one slurp slurp right here. You've got a curly <laughs> straw going into one. <laughs> it's like 15 loops. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> So, Florida man, has he done wrong here, Sean? Is he in the right? I think he's going to get away with this. He's going to be on the loose forever. I th- I think... I, th- I think he'll be, like, caught and get a slap on the wrist. That's what I honestly think Don't is going he'll to happen. Be, he'll be caught? Uh, well, you could use caught. You catch fish as well. Oh, that's good, yeah. No, you're yeah, right, fuck. Just, and have him on the, the hook. Yeah, no, on the hook. Uh, there you go. He, there you he, go. He made his post online... Yeah, oh, good, there. yeah. Um, the, um, Desert. Uh, oh, boys. The, uh, he took the bait. Yeah. Do you remember that story where all the ducks were on either side of the boat? Yeah. I do, yeah. That's just, that's my, that's my pun. Yeah, that's very good. Pun. Very good. Well done. Well done. <laughs> yeah, no, no, you've nailed that, Connor. Yeah, you've no. fucking, you've, you've done well there. I'm proud of you. <laughs> so, I think that's it for weird news this week. What a week. Yeah, well, I mean, it's been a week. It's been a week. It's been a week. We've had some good stories. We've had some great stories. We've had some terrifying stories. I'm looking at you, the one with the wolves. We've had some shit stories. There's been no shit stories, really. Shit stories. All right, you're a harsh critic, but you're fair. (laughs) Harsh, but fair. Uh, Sean, do you want to take us out? Yes, thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Weird News Wednesday. We will be back on Friday with Hero Zero, Monday with Movie Mondays, and next Wednesday with another episode of Weird News Wednesday. Big thank you, as always, to all of our Patreon supporters. Um... They help keep the lights on. They encourage us to do more stuff. So thank you all for supporting us. If you'd like to join those fine people, it's patreon.com slash podcast or there's a link to that in the description of the and show. And we have a new episode that came out on Saturday. We do. It was the Pelp Patreon exclusive Lazarus Pit where we go back and look at one film from the past and we chose the first ever Star Wars movie. Number one. Number one. Number one Phantom Menace. Only one for me. Um... <laughs> 
So we're on all the social medias as well. You can find us there. They're on the description. And you can email us. Here's for our underscore at Outlook.com. But I think that's about it, Connor. I think you've nailed it. Thanks a million. Um, so I've been Connor Lawler. I've been Sean Mean. I'll see you next week, guys. Bye. Bye. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.